This is Noche Galactica. In this episode, we talked to Ruth, an educator and activist from East Oakland. We talked to her about her educational journey, the obstacles she overcame, and the victories she celebrated while forging her own path in Oakland, California. This is Noche Galactica. I'm Poeta Galactico, and today we are over here in East Oakland once again. We have another interview with an amazing guest. I don't want to say too much. Go ahead and tell us who you are. Hi everyone, my name is Ruth Garcia Flores. I am from Oakland, California. Oakland in the building. Ruth, hey. tell us a little bit about you, what you do. Um, you an educator, you a lot, I'm but talk to me. I'm an educator, mentor, counselor with Forest and Tree. Um, I also work at Ascend as a staff supervisor. I'm supervising cafeteria and recess. That's what's up. So today we're going to talk about your story and your journey. I know that you are a board member for Forest and Tree. It's an organization that's bringing the community out to hiking, camping. Tell us a little bit about that. So Forest and Tree is focused on learning and having kids outdoors, having, enjoying nature, and also learning different things from trees, plants, going to the beach, camping, just having a connection with nature and not being inside on computer, TV, so they can see what's outside in the real world. Let me ask you a little bit about that. Like, Why do you think it's important for people to be outside, specifically in this day and age? I believe it's really important for everyone to be outside because we need to be in contact with all their cultures, and see what's going outside in our community to see how we can help make our environment a better place. That's what's up. So with that being said, today we outside, we out here. Um, tell, tell me a, a little bit about your journey. Were you born in Oakland? Uh, where's your family from? I was born here Oakland. in Oakland. My family is from Honduras, Central America. Hey, de la H. De la H. Pura sopa de caracol. Let's get it. <laughs> so your family's from Honduras came here yeah, they and you came were born. Here. I was born um, here. So you're from East Oakland native yes. in the building. How your upbringing been living in Oakland? I love it. I love the diversity there is and just being with other cultures and learning of other cultures. So that's like super important for you. That's important for me. Okay. So in the journey of you living in Oakland, you went to school here. Yes. Uh, what schools did you go to? I went to Whittier Elementary School, which now is Greenleafs. And for middle school, I went to Haven School, Roots International. And for high school, I attended Skyline High School. Okay. And then for college, you were telling me that you, you had a couple majors. Do you mind getting into that? Yes. Little? I attended Merritt for college. My first major was sociology and which I was thinking about it many times that I wanted to be a social worker but then I something came to my mind and I realized no I don't want to be a social worker I don't want to be dealing with people's problems and then coming back home and just thinking about it and doing paperwork so I switched up to business entrepreneurship okay get it I, I want to ask you a, a quick question about sociology right and like the major becoming a social worker and then we're going to talk about business. But the first question I have for you in regards to 
um, becoming a social worker, um, often I see a lot of people choosing that path, specifically folks from our communities, from our backgrounds. Uh, sometimes we live in, in, in areas that need that support. Yes. So we like gravitate to that. But then we end up there and then we got to, it's like a double whammy. We got to deal with our own problems going on. And then we got to deal with the sociology and the issues of like someone that we need to support. And it feels so heavy at times. Can you talk about that? Well, for me, I wanted to help out people in the disabled community. I wanted to help and get back to the people just like me. But then I also realized, like, how am I going to have a balance, you know, from working and then thinking about others who are dealing with the same things as me. So, like, I wouldn't want to get, like, sad about it or things like that, you know? Yeah, it's it's just... I can just imagine how difficult it is to like be be navigating that, and then you having to also like analyze okay. it and and and, and kind of like express it for yourself, you know. Yeah. So I didn't want to be overwhelmed with that. Yeah. No. It's, it 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 just feels so overwhelming. Um, now let's talk about business, right? What what got you into business? Are you like, does your family like own businesses, or are you like the first one in your family? Well, my sister owns her own business. Okay, shout she's out to the a, sister. What's the yeah. business? Can you say it? She's a makeup artist. Okay, she shout has out her to own the sister, salon. makeup artist in the building from East Oakland. Yes. All right, so that inspired you to kind of yeah. start your own business? I was thinking of starting a Honduran restaurant. Okay. okay. But then I'm also thinking of, like, having my own clothing line. Okay. With um, clothes that are easy for people with disabilities to, like, put on, you know. Okay. Make it a easier day for them. Okay, like make it like accessible, accessible like people can yes. just put it on and and be on it. Yeah. Tell me more about that. You have a concept, an idea? No, I don't have a concept as of now, but I'm just thinking and brainstorming, looking for ideas. Since I have other folks that are just like me, okay, and they have a, their own business, so That's I'm looking up. into their businesses. That's what's up. Super inspiring. So you switched up from sociology major, right? Yes. To business. And you graduated, uh, have yes. a business, uh, have a business BA. I'm assuming. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and then you end up in schools, right? Yes. Talk to me. How's that transition been? I ended up in schools. I ended up getting back in touch with Jeff. Okay. Shout out. To, shout out to shout Jeff out to one Jeff. time. So I contact him. Well, he contacted me back. Okay. And he's like, I have this idea with Forest and Tree. And you do you want to be my board member? And so I was like, yes, I'll help you out with that. Okay. And so I first started working with him in the Afuera camp. Yeah. And then that's when it transitioned to working at Ascent full time. I feel it. So just a little bit of context, right, of what Afuera and Forces Street is. Yeah. Talk to me about Forces Street is an organization that's taking the community out. But yes. Afuera is part of Forest and Tree? For, yeah, Afuera is part of Forest and Tree. And so Afuera has been focusing on students at Ascend and having them play outside during the summer and doing activities like cooking, playing sports, and also having field trips like camping yep. and going to bowling, going golfing. Yep. And I, and I think it's a little bit different because um, the angle is for folks to still be learning afuera, which yes, means outside, afuera, yes. right? That's fire. 
Um, so after that, you graduated, you go to, you, you end up working in schools, you're a board member, uh, the sky is the limit. Uh, what are some aspirations and also what are some like situations that, that has made it difficult for you to navigate spaces? Well, the accessibility, there's certain places that are not wheelchair accessible and that sometimes makes it tough to do it on my own. So I also have to depend on like getting help from others. So that's what I tell people, don't be afraid to ask for help because we all need from each other, you know? You know how some people, they're like, oh no, don't help me, I got it. I can do this by myself. But there's a, a point in our life that we need that support from someone else. Mm, say louder for the people in the back, you know? I feel like that's so important, like to have the awareness that not everything that we achieve in life is gonna come easy and we also need to leverage other people who are in our community, yes. in our tribe, that are going to support us in this journey called life, right? That's right. Uh, okay, so what is next? What is the next frontier for you in regards to like, what is it that you want to do? I hear entrepreneurship. I well, hear... I want to keep finishing school. I want to get my master's degree. Okay, what what, what you want to pursue it on? Well, I want to, I don't know what, what I want to keep working on, but I still want to go to school. Okay. And get more education. Get more educated. There's never more yes. more than just that, you know. You got to keep pushing and keep grinding. Um, talk to me about this month that's coming up. It's super special for you. It's right? really special. You, you make a point. He's like, yo, I want to talk about this in the podcast. Yes. Next so, month is Disability Awareness Month. Okay. And so I want to share about my story. How is it being born with spina bifida and hydrocephalus? Mm. Can you can you elaborate for the folks who uh, we all need to get educated in different spaces? Um, how has been your journey um, elevating that story for you? Well, that journey with my disability, in education-wise, in schools, it has been difficult. Growing up in elementary school, I struggled a lot with um, not being in school too much because of my medical conditions and being in and out of the hospital because of surgeries and things like that. Mm. Did you feel like, although you were not in school, did you feel supported by the schools in that mm -hmm. process? or? I felt a lot of support from the schools. Okay, shout out, shout out to all the schools, you know, you were, yeah. you were in it. Uh, so this one is coming out, elevating the awareness. Yeah. Uh, is there something specific you want to share with folks? in regards to um, this month and also just, not just this month, but year-wise, what can they be doing to support folks? They can help, definitely. If you see someone with a disability and you see them struggling, make sure you ask and see how they're doing. Help them out if they need help. If any kind of support is really appreciated. And also, that a disability does not define a person. Mm, okay, tell me more about that. My disability does not define who I am as a person. I am capable of doing anything and everything I want to achieve in life and also showing people that there's no limits to what you can do. Mm. You can be out there, enjoy life, just like a normal person that can walk. Okay, I, that's powerful. You gotta take a minute to take that in. I uh, appreciate you sharing space and being open to have this conversation uh, to create that, that knowledge and, and, and wisdom that you bring. I feel like since 
I met you the first time. I was like, okay, yeah. we're going we gonna to have a conversation. We're going to make it happen. Um, what, what is some of the celebrations I want us to share in the process of you finishing school and getting a job? And what are some things that you would like to celebrate for yourself in that journey? I would like to celebrate my independence, being able to do things that I, as a child I didn't imagine I could do. Like, for example, working. Yep. And getting up every day. Okay. And saying, here I go. Let's start. Let's do this. Let's make this happen. And give out to the community where I grew up and I was born in. Shout out to the community we out here in the 60s, man. Yes. Town business. Town um, business. What, what would you tell your younger self in that process, though? Like that the younger I, self, a younger version of you. That I am proud of who has she become. And that there's more to it. Mm. That I, it's not the end. This is not it. It's not it. Like there's I'm com- more. I'm coming for more. I'm yo. coming for more. And tell them I'm coming for more. I'm coming for more. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I say that because often, like, I'm in different spaces myself. And um, I try not to take time for granted. Right? Um, I, was in, I was in bed for... Probably like close to eight months. I wasn't able to walk. I haven't, like, I don't really dive deep into the story because life is fast sometimes. But I wasn't able to walk because I got shot on my right knee. Uh, I got shot here. And at the time, I was undocumented. And I think I have, like, insurance. Um, my mom wasn't in the country. So I was living with my brother. Um, not trying to equate anything that I say to your story and your struggle, right? But in the process of me being in bed and when the, to- the doctor told me, like, you won't be able to use that leg, I, I hit this depression where I was like, damn. I wanted- For me, I wanted to become a dancer, right? And I was like, damn. I wanted to become one of those Java walkies. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, damn, those- my dreams kind of just shattered, right? But then within that, another dream started to evolve. And it's the evolve of telling my story so other people can hear it and be like, damn, I want to keep going. And I feel that like what you're doing with your story, from my perspective, you sharing your story, someone's going to hear this, someone's going to I want to give this. a shout out to my village, my siblings, my mm. two brothers, my sister, and my parents. My dad did a full-time work yep. when I was a child. Mm. My mom was just dedicated to take care of me. Mm. She was at home every day. Mm. So my dad had to go out there and work for the three of us and the rest of the family. Damn. Damn. But then again, he passed away 10 years ago. Yep. So when he passed away, I was 19. I was just right out of high school. Yep. And so that changed my life and everybody else's. Yeah. And so that was really tough on me. I was it, like, what am I going to do now? He was the one supporting and financially yep and so that's when I like woke up and I was like I need to it's go time let's go can't be playing around I think earlier before we jump into this podcast we were talking about that yeah right like my dad also passed away when I was 17 um and he outside from like the emotional pain there was a big like gap that he left behind which was the financial stability right my mom had to go to work my mom continues to work, and I feel that in our communities, financial stability sometimes is seen as CDOCA. 
you know, yeah. we leave Always. it, we leave it to our like, we leave it like that, like religion, which, you know, I get it. it we get it, but we got there's go. also, we need to put our part. Yeah. Yeah. It's not just see the earth get it. Yeah. Like, we have to do the rest. Like the things are not going to simply align, you know, you yeah. got to go and grab it. Um, and sometimes I, as an older, as an older man of 35, I start to look at the, the passing away of my dad as a, as, a, as, as the biggest lesson of my life, to become stable, to become mature at a young age, and to know what I'm, I'm, about, I'm about to go get. Because there was no plan B. Yeah. Same for me. My disability and also my dad's passing. And right now that I'm 28 years old, that just like motivates me to keep on going and not give up to what I want to accomplish in my life. Goat status, goat status. Um, man, time passes so quick. It's, it's been in like 20 minutes already of this conversation. Is there anything you'd like people to know about you, uh, your current movement, what you're trying to create uh, in this process, or anything you would like to highlight of your story? I would just like to let people know out there that to not give up, that there's always something out there for us. We're here for a purpose. And also that we can do what we set our mind to. So motivational, you know. We're here for a purpose. Uh, I'm sure a lot of people are going to connect. Where can people find you um, in regards to, like, in the gram? Because people are going to be listening to this on they the can, podcast. Where can they, they find can you? find me on TikTok as Ruth Garcia. And they can find me on Instagram as ChulaG.19. Get it. Get it. Uh, anything else you would like to share with the people? Any questions you have for me in this Any podcast? questions yeah, you have for me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Any questions you have for me in the process? No. No? I got one last question. Yes, um, go ahead. And again, it's, it's totally optional. You don't have to answer if you don't feel comfortable. But um, when, when it comes to, to working, right, with the, with the youth, um, where do you see education going? As the as the next frontier with AI, with with all the social media, with with all the stuff popping off, right? We are in the twenty first century. Where do you see it going? Well, hopefully, education can expand more with um, the technology. But I believe that strongly within our community, us Latinos, there's more that. Our Latinos need to learn here in the Bay Area. Tell me, well, tell me more about that. Tell me more about because, that. Because, the reason why, because there's like still racism and division going on. It's like, why be racist and not learn where you come from? And that there's other people of color within our cultures too. Mm-hmm. Like in my parents' country in Honduras, yep. there's black people out there too. In La Hache. In La Hache. There's mm-hmm. black people right there. Yeah. That's where we get our punta from. Hey, get it. So we need to have our kids learn more about our cultures. I'm going to stay in this topic a little bit. Um, why do you feel it's so difficult to get everybody on the same page? When it comes to that, maybe like also just... Uh, the purpose that you mentioned earlier, I feel like we are all come to this country, yes. right? And maybe I'm making a generalization, but I feel like we come to this country and we are seeking stability. 
right? We are seeking financial stability, maybe emotional stability. But once we get here, then we start getting into pockets. And, and, and that's the problem right there. We get too busy thinking of our pockets that we're losing our family, our kids. What are our kids doing out there? Mm. What are we transmitting to our kids out there? Are we investing in them instead of just telling them, oh, here's what I got you? It's not just all about what we give our kids. We have to also give them values and morals, you know. I'm, I'm going to make an assumption that you're saying maybe sometimes, and I see that a lot, right, where we, instead of showing love and, and wisdom to our young people, we kind of buy in the next PS4. Right, that's what I mean. <laughs> right, that's what I mean. Or we're buying the new, the new, sh the new shoes that just the new came Jordans. Out, you know, mm -hmm. the new headphones, headphones that came out. The new iPhone, yeah. the 15. But as we get older, I think people just want to hear that they're loved. Yes, that they're loved, they're supportive, that they're being heard. Yeah. Also, if you messed up, yeah, I'm gonna call you out. Yeah. You I'm can you cannot be walking around here like you made a mistake, and then we're gonna celebrate you. Exactly. We need to learn how to correct each other. Yeah. This is this is deep. This is deep. Anything but, else you want to add on that? But we piece? also need to there's a proper way of how to correct each other too. Okay. In private. Okay. I feel like not very many how they say in Spanish, no son prudentes. Mm. Tell me more. Tell me more. They need to really know how to talk to others. To tell them where they're wrong. You do you know? feel? Do you feel like life sometimes? We are so straightforward, right? Yeah, um, we're straightforward. Yeah. But that just hurts people. Yeah, I feel. I feel like people don't have sometimes, right? And some people do. I don't want to like misjudge, but some people don't have the uh, emotional emotional intelligence. Yes. And I feel like we're living in an era where things that I say needs to be carefully so, curated. Yeah. Because I don't want to hurt you. And, and I, I hope that you don't want to hurt me. Yeah, yeah you know yeah. what I'm saying? So things that we say have to be curated in a way that it lands. I call it landing the plane. There you go. You said it better. You know what yes, I mean? There you like, go. we got to land the yeah. plane. Like, I'm not going to pull up in here and start calling you out so you can listen to me. Like, that's not how things work. That's not how things that's work. That's not how it should be. Yeah. It should be all love. One love. One love. One love. Like Bob Marley said hey. it. <laughs> All you need is one love. Yes. That was my last question for you. That was that was a great snippet. Anything else you would like to share in that topic or anything we discussed today? No, thank you for having me. No, anytime, anytime. Thank you, thank you. I appreciate it. Anytime. Once again, this is Noche Galactica. I'm Christian Martinez. And, you and are... I am Ruth Garcia Flores. Hey, we are in East Oakland. Yay.